How desperate are you to heal? Guys, listen, there's going to be two rows. Both of them are going to be painful. One's going to move you through. One's going to keep you stuck. What are you going to do? I don't know. Let's get into it. Welcome to the Grief Bully Podcast. I am your host, Jay Nicole. Thank you for joining our weekly discussion around grief, mental health, and your overall personal wellness. The Grief Bully Podcast will serve as a vehicle to help you navigate life's journey. Be sure to subscribe, review, and share the podcast with anyone in your life that you think it will help. Let's bully grief together. What's up, what's up, what's up, beautiful people? Welcome back to another episode of the Grief Bully Podcast. I am your host, Jay Nicole. Today is Monday, April the 5th. We are back in the studio, rocking and rolling, episode 86. I'm looking forward to getting into this topic today. It is going to be short, but impactful. Again, back to last week, going into that episode, so important about the strong friend. If you haven't checked into that yet, please definitely check it out here on YouTube or if you listen to the audio, check it out there as well. A lot of great feedback about that episode. And I'm kind of enjoying these shorter forms where I'm getting straight into the topic, straight into the point of everything, and then we can move on to the next topic. And so today, as you already heard and you know, We're going to get into this whole topic about how desperate are you to heal? How desperate are you to heal? Is it this alarm, this super urgent situation where it's like, I need to feel better. I am willing to do whatever is necessary for me to feel better. That is the question today. And the the flip side to this is this. Not the flip side, what I guess it is, right. So it's, are you desperate to to heal? And then the other part of that is, it's going to be painful either way. And so what do I mean by that? This, if we stay in our grief, if we stay stuck here in this state of not feeling our best selves, feeling down, being bogged down by depression, overcome by anxiety, and just in this gloomy, gloomy phase of our lives, that is going to be painful. Reliving all of the memories, staying in that situation, not doing things that can benefit and lift our spirits is painful. But this is the other part of it. A lot of times people stay there because of fear and uncomfortability and also a lack of direction and guidance and knowing what it looks like and having the tools and resources to move through. And that's the key word there is to move through your grief, not move on from your loved one. And so that's another part of it. Why I have found can be scary and can make it very challenging is that if you feel that you're healing and you moving forward is moving away from your loved one, that can be scary. And a lot of fear can lie there. And so a lot of us stay stuck because of not knowing what's going to be on the other side. And also that guilt, that guilt that comes in if you feel like, hey, they died, they passed away, their life is over, but I'm still here. And how dare I move on? How dare I do this? And so that's the thing you got to think in my head, I'm not moving on, I'm moving through it. I'm moving forward. This is the new direction, because that's also a key there is that it's a new direction that your life has to take. It's important for you to know this. You did not have a choice. If they lived or if they died, but you do have a choice how you live before you die. And so if we adopt that mentality 
and adapt those principles, I think we would be able to move through a little bit better and to feel like I have to do this because I'm sure that my loved ones wouldn't want me to be stuck. And I don't like sometimes to speak for what I think the deceased would say because I don't know that you, it could be 100% factual because you just don't know. But what I can only speak for is myself and in my life. And I use that philosophy often where I say, hey, my grandmother wouldn't want me to do this. My father wouldn't want me to do this. And I know it's true because when they were living, they didn't want me to be sad and depressed and down and out and not doing what I needed to do to be healthy, to be well and to embrace this life. And in some circumstances, those people that have passed on have made a lot of sacrifices for you. They made a lot of sacrifices during their life for you to have opportunities at certain things. So why squander it? It wasn't your decision for their life to end. And while you still have this gift, because I believe that if we're still alive, it's a gift. If we're still alive, it's an opportunity. And while we have that, we've got to seize that. We've got to double down. But I'm not saying that it's as easy as I'm saying it. I am well aware that it is super challenging to even get yourself in a position, in a place. So I'm asking that question again, how desperate are you to heal? Some people just aren't ready. They just aren't there. But some of us, we might be at a place where we're, we are willing to do just about anything to get that joy back, to get that smile back, to get that peace back, to enjoy life as we knew it. And that's where I'm saying when you get to that point, you got to look at it like this is going to be painful either way. And I am desperate to heal. So I am going to get on this track, the track that could potentially bring me out of this darkness and closer to the light. Or I can stay here in this darkness and make excuses. And I'm not trying to beat up the bereave. I'm not doing that. I'm never going to do that because I, again, I think that healing is a decision. It may not be your fault what happened in your life, the trauma that you've experienced, the losses that you've endured, but it is your responsibility to get yourself to the other side. No one's coming to save you. And so I think that when we first get that mentality in our mind and we say, I will overcome, I want to get through this, I want to move forward, not on, I want to move towards better, then that's when you're at it. It's just like anything else in life. When you hit a bottom and you get to a point, a breaking point, if you will, you might say, all right, time's up. It's time to go forward. And so if that is you, then some of the things that you're going to have to do, I believe, is get therapy and counseling, seek a spiritual leadership, if you will, if that is of your belief system, and then really work at it. Dig in, in inward. And, and this is the thing we can't. I'm not going to say we can't. I think that we've got to limit our expectation in a sense of thinking that you might just feel better overnight. And so if you don't, then there's something wrong because you will meet someone that has lost someone 20 years ago, 25 years ago, and they're still having days where it feels like it just happened. I was just speaking with a young lady, a childhood friend about her mother's passing. And that was eight years ago. And it still felt like yesterday. And she's not wrong for that. She's absolutely right. Because there's no real manual to this and we're just trying to get through it. And I'm just here trying to help you. And I, I felt that the question of how desperate are you to heal might make you say to myself, how desperate am I to heal? Sometimes I think in our heads, 
we want something, but we haven't connected the dots and that link to close that gap to actually put the action forward to move in a direction. And, 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 and can I say this, guys? Sometimes that uncomfortability, that, that stuck place, that pain in that way is comfortable. It's safe. It's familiar. And this is something else that came to me when I'm thinking about this topic is that are we allowing our grief to be a crutch? Are we making that make life, make a life exception for us? Are we using it as a pass? Because again, I'm not trying to be harsh. Mind you, everything that I say, I'm speaking to myself as well. And I've had to say these things to myself. Every goal and dream and idea that I had for myself, every aspiration and vision that I had for myself, when my loved ones died, did that have to die as well? Perhaps temporarily I did lose a spark. I didn't feel the same. And to be honest with you, sometimes I don't feel that same zest that I had before because for part of me, my why had to switch because my loved ones that passed away, making them proud was a big part of my why. And so losing them then challenged me with, well, what's your purpose now? What's your drive now? But I had to reinvent. I had to reinvent and circle back and say, wait a minute, am I going to let everything that I've worked this hard that you've worked that hard for go down the drain because you're experiencing trauma and tragedy? Again, it's not that easy. It takes time. So I'm not saying that this is like a race, this the zooming race. It is absolutely a journey. But do you want to be on the journey of painful with no potential advancement or painful, but I have the opportunity to advance and something good could come out of this pain? There's so much good sometimes that comes out of bad. And I'm not saying that the bad happens so that those things can happen in your life. But what I'm saying is that there's possibility. A rebirth can happen. A new normal can happen. But that's totally up to us. And it lies in our decision making. Folks, we are nothing more than a sum of our decisions. Whether they're good or bad, we are a compilation of such. So what will your decision making be like today from this point after hearing this episode? Will you challenge yourself and say, hey, I don't want my grief to be an excuse. I don't want my grief to be a crutch. I don't want people to look at me and not hold me to certain expectations because they think I'm too hurt. They think I'm too damaged because sometimes the pity party is crippling. I don't know who I'm talking to, but what I'm saying is that sometimes that the fact that people won't expect certain things out of you because they think you don't have the emotional capacity, the ability to to do whatever it is, if it's show up or or join this or get this new job or move, whatever it is, people start to look at you differently, but it's on you for you to tell them like, hey, you can still hold me accountable. My life isn't over. I still have dreams and goals and I still want my best self. And if I'm going to be able to do that, I need people around me that's going to call me out. People that are going to push me. The push is uncomfortable. And sometimes in the push and from the push comes confrontation. So when you have friends who are telling you and who are speaking advice into your life, sometimes with our bereaved ears, we get offended. But people are a lot of times, if you are watching a circle, have your best interests at heart. Now, not always, because it, because the opposite can absolutely happen where people prey on the bereaved. People will prey on people who are not in the best places of their lives and who are a little bit emotionally depleted. So I'm speaking only from positivity today. I'm well aware there's another side to this coin. But what I'm saying is that we've got to start to make those decisions and start to really evaluate where we are. Hey, I'm, I'm here. 
And I don't often like to use the words broken. And, and if I and if I do say that, if it does slip out, I'm always in a mindset that broken crayon still color and that you have a choice how this picture ends up. Do you want a beautiful mosaic or do you just want this black page like 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 lights went out when those people died and, and the switch never flicked back on? Do you want that for your life? Life is so precious. And, and I woke up today and I felt like I wanted to make a post and I wanted to say and I just couldn't formulate the words. And then I went to Alicia Keys song, If I Never See You Again, and I'm looking at the lyrics from that. And I was like, wow, I need to love you like I'll never see you again. And you need to love your own life like you'll never have a chance again. We need to operate like today is a gift because it is and stop looking at these things like these are cliches, sayings, these are memes, these are dope posts that get a lot of likes and understand that this is the reality of life. When majority of people who wake up and die that day, they didn't know that that was the day that they were going to die. So many things happen and there's no cookie cutter. There's no just this is exactly the day that you're going to die. And so you are going to expire on X day at this time at this moment. You don't know. So because you're still here and because you have the opportunity to live your life and to recreate and to reinvent and to find possibility, I want to encourage you to do that. Are you desperate enough to heal? Which painful route will you take? I want to encourage you. I want to encourage you and inspire you. I want to push you in the direction of going down the painful path that has possibility to become beautiful and not allowing yourself to stay in that period that has no possibility but is comfortable that your life crumbles and if you need further explanation on this and if you do feel like I could be of help or assistance to you in any way please feel free to reach out to me I don't know everything and I saw this somewhere I'm not really sure but I don't have the the credentials in that way but I have street cred I've been through it I've gone through it I'm going through it I've lost immediate family my immediate family on my dad's side who passed away is small dad, grandma, aunt, uncle, one cousin, two brothers. It's not really lengthy. And so when you take two people out of that puzzle, we're, we're, we're really dwindling down. And so, and, and my nephews, oh goodness, how can I forget a plethora of them and my sister-in-law and my mom. But what I'm saying is that it's a small family. We're like less than 20 folks. And so when you take two major people out of that, it's hard. So I'm not talking about anything that I haven't experienced, anything that I haven't been through. Every day is not rainbows and butterflies, but neither is every day a storm, right? Just like the weather, sometimes it's inclement and sometimes it's beautiful, but you have to get yourself out there. You have to get yourself in a place where you make up your mind that you want better, you deserve better, and you're going to do that. I am desperate because I want to enjoy my life. I want to get back to a place where I feel good. And the thing I will tell you as I get ready to get out of here is this. If we continue to try to get back to who we were prior to the losses, if we continue to try to get back to the life that we had prior to the losses, ladies and gentlemen, we will fall short. 
And why will we fall short, Jay Nicole? Because that's not real. I always say I missed a part of me that died when you did. And that's never more true. When you lose certain people in your life, a part of you to some extent, whether that's just your visions, your dreams, or actually who you are, your emotions, etc., it goes away. So we're fighting to get back to that. It's going to continue to be a struggle. But if we're on that painful path to move through, but towards a new normal, a new possibility, then that's different. Then you can count those small wins and those victories and they'll add up to better. But if you keep trying to get back to that, back to that, like you can't bring them back. You can't fill those seats at your dinner table during the holidays. You can't do any of that. And so we've got to stay focused and we've got to keep an open perspective, be open to feedback and know that most people, most people in your circle aren't, their intention is not to hurt you. They're navigating through it as well. So if we're really desperate, then we're going to be open to the feedback. People are telling us any advice, especially those who have been through things similar. While not exactly the same, they are similar. And so there's possibility for them to give you some advice, some nuggets, some gems, something that will help you along this journey. And that's really what I wanted to get into with you guys today. Like I said, I'm loving this shorter form where they're able to be impactful and, and powerful. And I'm going to say that because I can feel it. I can feel it in my gut. I know I, I don't like to talk to just fill space. I am a life impacting communicator. So when I speak, I'm speaking with purpose and for a purpose. And that right now is to help you navigate this grief journey and to bully your grief and to move through it and to regain your life and your purpose. And that is what we're doing. We're going to get into our inspirational boost right now. It's a part of our show where we like to give you a quote, something that you can chew on and process and work through and, and apply to your life throughout the week and, and beyond. And that is brought to us by our sponsors, Adina J Designs. They make, create, and inspire us. Decorated apparel with signs, custom tumblers, all of that good stuff. Follow them over on Facebook and Instagram at Adina J Designs, A-D-E-N-A-J-A-Y-D-E-S-I-G-N-S. And this week, our quote is... The quality or state of being healthy in body and mind, especially as a result of deliberate effort. So that is the definition of wellness. So wellness is the quality or state of being healthy in body and mind, especially as a result of deliberate effort. If I have not been talking about anything today, I have been absolutely talking about deliberate effort effort how important is it for us to stay focused on that for us to remember what that is like I want to get into our love and memory segment it's a part of our show that's very very important to me to make sure that we humanize that we humanize our loved ones our angels those that have gone on because oftentimes they get overlooked oftentimes they get forgotten and so this week I was having a conversation, as I mentioned before, with a childhood friend of mine, Clarissa, and her brother Chad down the street and also her brother Bart. We grew up together and they lived on the opposite corner from me and her mother unfortunately passed away eight years ago. So our In Love and Memory segment this week is going to go out to her mother, Lydia Marvell Lewis, who unfortunately passed away on March the 30th, 2013, which again, we're just passing 
eight years, just a few days ago. So we want to continue to send our love and support out to their family. So many prayers. And again, sometimes when a lot of time passes, it can make us feel like people have forgotten and it can make us feel like we're supposed to be at a certain point. But I want to tell you guys to be where you are, continue to work hard, continue to make your mother proud. And again, our In Love and Memory segment is going out to Lydia Lewis. Guys, it's been another 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 episode of the Great Fully Podcast. Episode 86 is in the books. Make sure you subscribe to the channel. Leave a comment. Let me know your thoughts. Again, as always, feel free to DM me at any time with any questions, anything like that that you have going on. I truly do appreciate that. One thing I want to leave you with is this. If you are going through a tough time and you are looking for resources, you are desperate to heal, I want to make sure that you know that Try Better Help is a resource for you. If you go to trybetterhelp.com forward slash the grief bully, you will receive 10% off your first month. It is an online counseling company that allows you the opportunity to have therapy and counseling from the privacy of your home, FaceTime, video chat, whatever is comfortable for you. They have that opportunity for you. So definitely make sure you check them out. Guys, you already know where I hang out the most over on Instagram. Definitely follow me there at I underscore AM underscore J Nicole guys. So next time you already know love and light. Peace.